Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. I just want to give a shout out to all our listeners in other countries. It, it just does my heart good to see um, my voice going out to the world since I've been asking the Father for nations for as long as I can remember. But I just want to give a hi there and hello to the United Kingdom, listeners from Canada, listeners from Colombia, and beautiful listeners from Czech Republic, as well as, of course, our beloved USA. Hi and welcome. I just look forward to getting to know you through comments and ratings and sharing. And Lord, just thank you so much for these listeners within the frequency of my voice. All right, so today we're just going to jump right into how to connect with Father God's heart. Now, just so you know, um, I am not like the seasoned podcaster. So I really encourage you, if it's on your heart to take a class or to get connected Um, with someone to show you how or to um, just step out into this realm of podcasting, I very, very much encourage you to do that because it, for me, maybe someone needs to hear this because, you know, I give Holy Spirit just this time and I give Holy Spirit just whatever he wants to do, whatever the Lord wants to do. Briefly, I just want to share like Stephanie Gass, stephaniegass.com. She is my dear friend, and my sister in Christ, but also she helps women find their voice in this world. Like where is their voice and how do they walk out podcasting or business entrepreneurship the kingdom way? And I wasn't planning on this, but I'm going to give a shout out to Stephanie Gass, um, a good friend of mine. And she just has a powerful calling um, where she's able to access heaven for your even like what you're supposed to say on your podcast where you can make it your own, but she gives that jump start. Like she lights the fire. I'm going to be having her on um, the show here coming up shortly. I, uh, we're yet to record it, but I'm very excited because I really want guests that to impart value and just guests impart favor and ideas and downloads and blueprints. And I just, my heart is to add value on this, on this platform. So um, if you want to know, just go to stephaniegas.com, just t- um, connect, just connect. If the father's laying it on your heart to do what I'm doing, and you'll know because there'll be like this nudge or a burning or sensation or, or burning. <laughs> I'm thinking about my husband's heel. It hurts. And just a few minutes ago, he's like, it's burning. And I'm like, what? It's planter, right? We, he does all the things for planter and it relieves it. But yeah. That's fun. I guess we're just pouring all out today. But anyway, that was that part. And I brought that up because when I think of like topics for this podcast and for the audience, my beloved audience, I just felt like I want to share with what heaven puts on my heart. I want to share with what blesses me in my life. And 
just that would bless the father. Like I'm even getting emotional thinking about it. Like the father wants to connect with you. The father wants to connect with his beloved children. And there's nothing more empowering and powerful than to get your um, food, your spirit fed, your heart nourished and nurtured than from the father himself. And so I pray that Holy Spirit uses this to open up your heart and open up the realms and dimensions of the father's heart. Um, Because I believe that is going to happen. There's a lot that happens when we speak things out. We call things that be not as though they are. We call things into existence. Our mouth is a powerful weapon. And I definitely have not been perfect with my mouth. I've definitely not been perfect with it. But I also know like there's an attack on our mouths. There's an attack on our words for a reason. And I'm just doing my best in the day to day. So how to connect with Father God's heart. I'm just going to share some tips and we'll pretty much close up. So you you can take, I'm going to start off by saying taking a few minutes or as long as you have, whatever your bandwidth is for. And in the beginning, it might be one to two minutes, three to five minutes, and then five to 10 to grow, you know, just like we grow our muscles and when we lift weights and we, you know, have little tears in them to help it grow and get blood flow. The same with our spiritual muscles, the same with the muscles of our heart, the same is it takes time. And it might not actually. Okay, so it either takes time for you, it's easy for you, or you're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be like, this is new for me. Because you're carving pathways in your brain, you're carving pathways in your mind, in your will, and and really we have to choose to get out of bed if we're going to do it early in the day. Why I suggest early in the day is because it's really food and fuel for the rest of your day. You know, spiritual food and fuel. But take a few minutes in the morning, and if you need to, set a timer. And when you're taking a few minutes now, let's say five is all I have. And more, mostly I have 15 to 30, but I should say how much I give myself. But take a few minutes. I'll set a timer for five minutes for the quiet time part. Okay, this isn't the other part, the second part. But um, take a few minutes and set a timer. And you don't need to do that. This is all just suggestions. You're going to set a timer and you're going to sit in the quiet and just set your heart on connecting with Father's heart. There is something to be said about intention. There's something to be said about using your will. And you're going to sit in just the quiet and set your heart on connecting with Father's heart. Lord, I'm positioning my heart towards you. And I'm thinking that. Now, I can say it sometimes if I'm seriously tired and I'm like, woo, shake off. The sleep, you know, come on, let's move around. I bounce on a ball sometimes a little bit or do a few jumpy jacks or just warm up a little because I just don't want to fall asleep when I sit back down, you know. So <clears throat> sit in the quiet and set your heart on connecting with Father's heart. Lord, I position my heart. And even if you do it right now, even if you do it right now, sitting in the quiet and setting your heart on connecting with Father's heart, and positioning your heart to him. There is some, a shift that happens. Lord, we just bless you and we just want to connect with you in your heart, Lord. And you might feel, uh, uh, um, I should say, it's so funny, I want to say burning, but sometimes like in the Bible where the disciples are like, was our hearts not burning within us? That's the, that's the context I'm saying. Like uh, unction inside your heart. You know, sometimes I get flushed like fire is falling on me, like in, of course, the spiritual 
realm. Um, other times, maybe my hands start heating up a little. The thoughts come in. If they're not about God or they're trying to distract, I just let them go. Like they're kind of being taken away in like to a cloud or something or in the sky. Just by, by thoughts, I'm connecting with Father right now. I'll sit with my hands open sometimes to receive. So take a few minutes in the morning or any time of day that you can have undistracted time and you're going to set a timer if you need to. I do sometimes need to because I really have like a, have to have a structured day most of the days during the week and to homeschool and all and whatnot. And then you sit in the quiet and you set your heart on connecting with Father's heart. Okay? So that is when I position my heart towards the Father. My my desire is to connect with him. All right. Then after you do that, or when your timer goes off, or you're like, whoo, good, I'm refreshed a little. Here we go. Then you're going to want to journal thoughts that come. You can journal about yesterday or the day before, I should say. You can, you can journal about what your day holds. Journal about pain, emotional pain. Journal about how are you feeling today? Like, how are you really doing? If something is heavy and weighing on your heart, how, what is, how is your heart doing? I know those are like deeper questions, but I think they're super important for the quality of your heart, like out of the issues of your heart, all the things flow and really vision comes from your heart. So keeping that clean and weeded out and nourished and flowing is super important. How's your heart doing? You know, I'm so mad at this person. I can't believe this happened. And you're just journaling and you're getting it out. Now journal is a can be seen as a written prayer to God in a conversation with God. And you'd be amazed if you journal, like looking back in years and what God brought you, you know, over the years to see what God brought you through. Whoo, now he's shown up. Um, you, If you're not a writer journaler, right, and you don't want to write a journal or even a word, but if you don't want to write, verbalize, verbalize out your journal. Like do a verbal journal, record yourself. Um, just talk out loud. You know, I feel led to put this in here. If there is something weighing on your heart when you're doing that, or anytime, anytime, and you don't have closure from a specific situation that really brought pain, you don't have closure from trauma, you don't have closure from, let's say, like a parent really hurt you badly, and you're an older adult, and your parents still hurt you, like a mom. Let's say mom hurt you. And they, she did betray, an act of betrayal, or, you know, think about that situation, and you don't, didn't have closure. I think it's really helpful because you're surrounded by heaven, right? You're surrounded. Your desire is freedom from that thing, from that betrayal. To have a conversation with her, like mom, like she's not there, but you're having a conversation where maybe you didn't get a chance to speak out your thoughts. Maybe you didn't get a chance to share what you wanted to say. And this doesn't have to be pretty or perfect because what freedom comes in that if without vulnerability? None. It's all like surface. Go deep if you can. Ask Holy Spirit to help you. And just be like, Mom, this really hurt when you did that. Like this hurt. And as you're going through, this is going to help somebody. I can just feel somebody's heart. As you go through and you share that, be sure to kind of close that up as you get closure with, okay, Mom, I forgive you. I can forgive you now. Like I forgive you. God's given me the grace to forgive you. I know I'm forgiven. So I forgive you, Mom. And as you're doing that, like see yourself release like that um, forgiveness from your heart to her or that person and release like that light from your heart. Who visualize something like that because 
it will close that up in a healthy way, right? Where you won't be hanging on to that bitterness. How powerful is that? Somebody needs to hear that. You've been holding on to that bitterness for so long. And you guys, it trips like poison in the cell. Biology of belief, Bruce Lipton. Thoughts become things, okay? And your body does react to your thoughts. Major. I have went through this so many times with holding on to things and it just literally caused like disease in my system. And God loves me and he wants me healed and he wants to heal me. But guess what? Like I'm in charge of my thoughts. Well, sometimes I won't go into that, but I'm in charge of what I allow in my mind. I don't, if I don't take my thoughts captive, I mean, seriously. Oh, so I have that conversation that's like closure Forgive them, release them, forgive yourself, release yourself. Amen to that. Amen to that. Forgive and release yourself. Whew, it's powerful. So we're talking about journaling, verbalizing, journaling, recording yourself. And like I wanted to throw in this thing that just came across my heart is having the conversation with the person you didn't get to have the conversation with. Because I don't know if I'm like, you know, needing to just tie loose ends up and I'm not sure if it's control. It doesn't matter. I just, there was a long time I had a situation where like a year or two, maybe two years, and there just wasn't closure. And I was like, well, I'm sitting on this thing pretty good. It's, it's, it's taking me out inside. It's, I have a hook in my heart of bitterness. I need to get rid of this. And I felt like Holy Spirit's like, have a convo, have a conversation. And I was like, like right here with nobody around. Well, it won't hurt anyone. Yet now, of course, there's vibrations that get sent out in the atmosphere. Well, I'll tell you, I had that conversation and I forgave and released. I could literally ball because of the power of this and also because of how good God is. I had that conversation. I released that bitterness. I, I had to get my say in sometimes. Like sometimes I just need my voice to be heard, even if the person's not there. And within days, days, I'm telling you days. That person came to me and asked forgiveness on their part. I actually let that whole thing go before that happened because I was like, if I never get an apology, if I never get, if I never get, I'll still praise you, Lord. I'll still forgive, Lord. I'll still do the right thing because my heart is to keep just, I want to be pure before you, Father. And and it was hard, hard. It's easier said than done. Whatever. I'm going to be transparent. That's not easy. I mean... The pain, though, of staying in it was worse than, like, it was, I want to be free more than the pain of staying in it, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. I want to be free more than the pain of staying in it. I hope that blesses somebody. Please share your testimony if it does. Number one, take a few minutes in the morning, set a timer, sit in the quiet and set your heart on connecting with Father God. Position your heart. We could do a lot with that. There's way more ways to work on positioning your heart, but we'll stick with this category now. Number two, journal thoughts that come or about your day and journal is a written prayer. It's conversation with God, verbalize, verbally share your pain, talk it out. Yes, talk it out. It gets it out of your body. And the third one, which I didn't know I was doing three. So yay for three. Ask Holy Spirit to show you the Father. Mm, He loves this. Holy Spirit is like a show off. Holy Spirit, show us the Father. And then be okay with whatever way he wants you to show it. Because I used to be like, everything has to look this way. Everything has to look this way. Everything needs to look the way I think it needs to look or that doesn't equal freedom. 
man, I wish I would have learned that before, that it's not always going to look the way I think it should look. Like, God has way more many ways to bring me freedom. He has way more many ways to restore what the enemy's stolen, right? Ooh. Restoration. There's like a, there's fire on this right now. Man, I'm just, I'm trying to take a moment. Sometimes when I'm talking and it's like the anointing comes, I have to. I'm just going to share um, a little bit on that, but I'm going to finish. Ask Holy Spirit to show you the Father. Ask Holy Spirit to turn up the volume of Father's voice. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, would you turn up God's voice? Would you turn up the volume of his voice? Help me to hear him. And, the th and then also, Holy Spirit, open my eyes to see and ears to hear. I want eyes to see and ears to hear. You won't be turned away, friend. You will not be turned away <laughs> pleading or asking the Father. I don't beg like I used to. I don't beg because I'm a child of God and it's my right as a kingdom citizen to have these things. It's my right to engage with heaven and, and not even my right. I'm in daddy's lap. I'm in daddy's heart and, and so much more. So this is like what I was created for. <clears throat> even if <clears throat> even if I got taught to beg, even if I got taught to please, 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 all that stuff. It's not the way to do things. Okay? So ask Holy Spirit to turn, to show you the Father, to turn up the volume of his voice, to open your eyes. Yes, Lord. Here's something on a testimony for you on restoration. Um, is it a testimony or is it just a lesson, Lord? Okay. I'll just say it's something I learned about what the Father showed me. I, I went to a healing room a while back and I went just to help my friend. You know, she had cancer and she's passed now, my dear, dear, dear friend. And she had cancer and I was like, let's go to the healing room, man. It's like here in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, Eagle, yeah, can't, don't remember right now because I'm on, on this right now. So went to the healing, Eagle Summit, thank you, Lord. Eagle Summit in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Visit it if you're up here. Eagle Summit. Oh my goodness. Very anointed land, right? And I go thinking I'm just going along for her. She can go into her healing room session. I'm going to go and sit. No, I, I somehow I'm like ushered in. Okay, it's your turn. I was like, oh, okay. So out I go or in I go into a room and the presence of God was so thick because he cares more about our healing half the time than we do, but he cares more about our healing sometimes than comfort. So I'm in the room where a lot of people must have gotten deliverance and healing because I am, yes, I'm a feeler and a discerner of spirits, but I mean, I'm in there and I feel like this weight is pressing, oh man, pressing down on me and not a bad weight, like a, where am I and what's going on in the unseen realm? Okay. Whew, so this weight is pressing where I kind of even slouch on my chair and I'm like, ah, and the ladies are like, well, if there's something on your heart, I go, I don't know, emotional healing, because I like, A, who doesn't need that? B, I'm a walking, like layered healing person. Like I've been doing this for a while and I don't force it. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's not like I'm always looking for it, but I want everything Jesus paid for. So I'm like, nope, I want healing. So I said emotional healing and you guys will have to figure it out. And they were like, okay, uh, people, you know, and so all of a sudden this weight is, and I'm like, ah, and it was like this pressure. Now, looking back, I know what it is, and I'll tell you that in a second, but it was pressing and pressing. 
And I'm like, like a wine press. And I know, I know you can't be pressed like a wine press, but I was like definitely being pressed. And I was like, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And okay, the ladies are like praying in the spirit, praying around me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. ah! And it was like, whoo, it was like the anointing and the healing and the wholeness and just the presence of heaven was pressing so much that it, it, it started removing a thorn, pain, so deeply in my heart. It was this, ooh, it was this very bad trauma that happened to me. Very bad trauma. And this pain was so deep, so, so buried and deep because when it happened, I, I feel like when I heard about it happening, um, and I'm, I'm praying if I should say it or not, it, I might need to. But when I, when I heard about it, I was like, no, I, I couldn't even handle it, the news. So it like fractured me, right? I broke off into some parts and um, I didn't know that was even happening, but in order to survive and get through life, I kind of, yeah, I shoved the pain deep inside. It cut me deep. And then I'm like, nope, I have to live like at the time. And so I will share what happened, but multiple, multiple traumas over my life from my um, dysfunctional and broken childhood to the divorce to, and some people make it out good, but they, I guess I took so much on. I was like super responsible and thought it was my fault. I turned to addictions and it was just like after my parents' divorce, we went from like church, happy family-ish to divorce. And I was like, I, I lost my way. Okay. And then the military programming, and I won't get into that, but the military programming and trauma, that is not the time to talk about now, that happened in the military, left me pretty broken and defeated. And kind of in parts inside, but I didn't know that. I didn't know why my mind, I didn't understand why my mind didn't function the right way. I just knew it didn't. And I definitely was on the defense like 24-7, okay? So fast forward to having a daughter and I was married for a short time, a couple years, but I was a single parent for most of it. And I remember her going to um, her dad's and I remember her going to her dad's and that's in the, uh, in the down south. And I remember just that time for the summer she would go there. Down And that time I was like, something is not ha good right now. And long story short, at that time, that is when something occurred to my daughter, okay? She was molested. And when that happened, I knew in my spirit, which I didn't discern yet, but I was like, oh, dear God, I'm going to be sick. And I was like, I wonder what that was. And I got her back that summer, and all of a sudden she was different, and I didn't put those two together, like something must have happened to her. But she started an unhealthy addiction at four years old. That addiction actually turned and followed her her most, like, for a long time. And it's really hard to go through something where you have this idea of, oh, I'm a single parent. I'm already walking anger and rage. And she's doing something that's not, like, godly, religious, godly. And I'm like, oh, no. So I'm going to either punish her for it. Okay, whatever. Um, this is super vulnerable. But I just felt led, obviously, to go into this. So at that time in my life, I did not yet know. But I definitely, since I already went through multiple traumas, and I was just holding it together for my daughter and I, and really living only for her. A couple years, went to school as an acupuncturist, got my master's degree, etc. So how much tense, um, stress and tension is why I'm saying that so much. Worked at Starbucks, almost full-time, and master's degree. And just was really trying to make ends meet. God's really faithful. Um, a couple years, so this was maybe six years after that trauma that I didn't know about, right? I felt something in my gut. I'm like, something's not right. She's not right. Nothing. Didn't know about it. Uh, out of the blue, which obviously was, I guess, God's timing when she's older now. She was she was 10 by then. She's like, hey, mom, this happened. This happened. And one night she just, it, it all came out. And I was like, excuse me? 
Um, and she, she was molested and et cetera. And this is by, I won't go into it, but a, a family member. And I was like, dear Jesus. And that boom, that split me, that cut me, not only cut me, it did separate like my soul shattered and fragmented. It was already before, but that was actually too much. So fast forward to some very hard times with my daughter, very hard times. Fast forward to that time in the prayer room and I'm in the prayer room and all of a sudden his love, God's love is so powerful that I'm like, I just start like weeping deeply, grieving deeply. And he like loved me so much. He's like, I'm going to press that, that thorn out of you. I'm going to take that out of you. I'm going to start healing that. And I was like, I, I'm not, I don't think I can. And he's like, you're safe. You know, you're safe here. And I'm like, oh God, help me. And all of a sudden this thing came out, this cry, deep, deep cry from my mother, a mother's heart, a mama's heart, a mama's heart who, whose daughter was traumatized and victimized. And then that happened actually a couple more times. Don't ask right now. But all of a sudden it was like, like, okay, I'm, I'm grieving deeply. And I'm like, I know what it is. And the ladies are like, you know, you're okay. And she's, they're praying in the spirit. I'm like, my daughter's innocence was stolen and I did not protect her. I wasn't there for her. I didn't protect her. And I was like wailing at that point. Okay. I was wailing because I believed, here's the kicker, that yeah, God might be a God of restoration, but he cannot restore someone's virginity or someone's, someone's purity. And I was like, you, you, so I deeply believed at that time when I was fractured, I believed that, and I didn't know the word for this yet. I didn't know the wording. I just had the feelings like, yeah, sure. You're a God of restoration, but you can't restore that. You can't restore it. Oh, I don't want to get emotional. Like you can't, I believed you can't. And I was like, dude, I had protection set up against that lie. I had protection set around that lie. Okay. So I'm protecting that lie and that presser, like that wine press squeezed the enemies out. It, he, his love like covered me, his truth. Okay. And so I'm like, I couldn't protect her. And I'm, I'm weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping. And these ladies are like saying some wisdom and it was great. It was great wisdom. But I heard the father say, restoration might not look like you think it should look like, but I am the God who restores. And I was like, weeped. I just, I was wrecked. You guys, I almost was on the floor and I was wailing and, and weeping and letting go of the lies. And, and I'm like, and he's like, um, you have this idol in the way you think something should look. Are you, what do you want to do with it? Like it was my choice. Okay. So he, again, he loves me that much that he is not going to force. Love doesn't force. Love does not even uncover. Love reveals. And he revealed this lie. I was believing that was very protected by the some yucks. Okay. And he's like, what are you going to do with this idol of what you think the perfect restoration should look like, which you think is hopeless anyway. And I was like, shatter it, shatter it, shatter the image. I think restoration should look like shatter the idol, shatter it. You have full permission to shatter. And I just felt this thing snap and break. And I started, I forgave myself. I was able to truly now, again, this is a layered thing. And I didn't expect to go into this after how to connect with Father God's heart. But Lord, this is yours. Use it how you will. Set your daughters free in Jesus' name. But I had to shatter, have him shatter the author of the, my soul, the author of my lo- the love, the, the author of love. 
came in and I chose to lay down idols that I thought restoration and restoring purity should look like. And he's like, it's not always going to look the way you think half the time. It like isn't going to look the way you think. It's going to be my way, which is better than how you think it should look. But I didn't know I was believing that lie. And in that prayer room, after a lot of inner healing and a lot of... Like, I'm all about working for a coach. I'm a coach or working with a coach. Yay. Guess what? The Lord can meet you anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And he could rock your world. He can wreck that junk, wreck those enemies, take their heads off, and then some, and set you free. He does not want anyone captive. He does not want to lose one. And lies hold us captive. And, And also lies, right, keep us away from the Father. And there was a part, an area... Of my life, I kept everyone out of, but definitely lots of bitterness surrounded it. Lots of unbelief surrounded it. Man, I took responsibility for that. Whatever I set up as an idol of, no, this is what restoration should look. This, dude, whatever. I'm like, please shatter it. I want your way. I want your restoring her purity, what it should look like. And I trust you even if I don't see it. And that is what I started aligning myself with. And that is what I chose to partner with. And that is what started an awesome unraveling of trust. Was I shaking? Was I worn out? Was I, yes, because I was holding on to something for so long, it pretty soon, of course, became an idol. But not only that, it became like my pet of this is my trophy of uh, self-pity and victim and victimization, victim mentality, a cycle. And by the way, kept my daughter in bondage, right? Oh, man, did it. Because I was mad at her for blah, 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 blah. There was so much. And all of a sudden, I was like, wow, God, like, I trust you're going to restore her. I'm gonna, I trust you're going to restore <laughs> what the enemy's stolen, but, like, real. This is the power, really, of connecting with the Father, God's heart, and what he can do for you. And I'm going to close with saying, like, here's the deal. If I'm believing all these things about God, and, or only partway, or partway, or this, or that, or there's, like, uh, chinks in my armor, or per se, of, like, weaknesses in my belief or unbelief, um, I'm not able to fully connect with the Father's heart and receive all the things he has for me. And it's not even, I'll say, I'll talk to you. It's not your fault. It's, it's the enemy of your soul. It's what you've partnered with, what you've aligned with. But yes, I take responsibility fully. Even if something happened to me, which many of things have happened, I'll still take responsibility for my body coming in with, uh, you know, together with that sin. For my mind, you know, I'm like, no, I take responsibility, full responsibility. Now, Lord, come and fight on my behalf. So uh, I'm, I'm going to finish. I'm going to close up with a prayer. Um, Lord, I'm not sure why my testimony, one part of my testimony came out, but you get the glory for the setting the captives free. I'm asking Holy Spirit, you to reveal by your love and power. In Jesus' name, let there be light over any lies with anyone listening to the sound of my voice, all the listeners, if there's any lies, Lord, would you uncover the lies, Holy Spirit, uncover the lies, reveal the lies that are keeping them from fully connecting with you, from fully giving them, giving you their all. Would you reveal and uncover the same thing you did for me, Lord? You are no respecter of persons and you long to walk in unity with your children in harmony and that they are fully set free. Ooh. So, Lord, I release the anointing that breaks the yokes, the breaker anointings. 
And Lord, that they would have a safe place with safe people, even if it's one. Bring them one across their path. Bring laborers across their path that they can cry out to, cry in their pillow to, grieve deeply so they can heal fully. Let your love penetrate every area of their brokenness. Thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.